when you love you have to love fighting adversity i know that maybe you, you, you can you can you can say that maybe mano you're crazy why we have to love adversity why you have to love problems what is up fellow legacy ninja scott brant one half of the legacy digging podcast let me ask you a question how often are you going to hunt down adversity and fight it and level up because of the fight that you put yourself into your journey is going to be full of adversity but it's a matter of how you look at it are you going to go face up with it chest it up run it over, overcome it, or are you going to allow that adversity in your life to overcome you and bring you down to level? On this episode, myself and Patrick, we had the pleasure of having a great conversation with Emmanuel Enzo Abrifra. He talked about his journey coming up, being a professional soccer player, but what he dealt with growing up as a kid, the adversity that he had to overcome to where he's at now, today, leading other people to become mentally strong to work on their spiritual game but it's interesting Emmanuel brought up the fact that are you embracing the fight against adversity are you going to hunt adversity and help yourself to level up to that next level so Emmanuel's all about doing that legacy to help other people go stick it to the adversity level up and get to that next level So hopefully after the episode, you sit down and look and say, okay, what adversity has been in my life that I can go and embrace? And what is that going to do by embracing it? And what is that going to allow me to do to level up to get to that next level that I want to get to? Am I going to look at adversity as a chance to level up? Or am I going to look at it as another opportunity to slow down and let life run me over? The choice is yours. So other than that, enjoy this episode, and we'll catch you uh, later, our fellow Legacy Ninja. Welcome to another episode of Legacy Digging. Today, we have Emmanuel. He's a professional soccer player. We're super excited. Got a chance to find his story on IG. Emmanuel, if you wouldn't mind just giving us a proper introduction, first, last name, and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay, okay. First of all, I want to thank you for this invitation. It is a, a very, very emotional thing I'm doing because I'm out, completely out from my comfort zone. So <laughs> <laughs> it's very... Very, very, I'm very excited. As you said before, my name is Emmanuel. I'm from Italy, but I am a Ghanaian born. My parents are from Ghana, Africa. And they came here, I mean, I think at the end of 80s. And I have one brother and two sisters. And we are living here near Venice. I don't know if you know Venice. Yeah very beautiful wonderful city and since when i was young uh my dream was to be a football player soccer player professional soccer player and i i could make it i worked hard and i could make it so uh, glory be to god that i could achieve my goal nothing i 
I want to, to tell you something about my story because I think my story can be uh, an inspiration for others. So I wanted to tell something about me because of this. Because when I was young, I was listening to somebody's story and I would like to be like him. So I mm. think that I could also do the same thing, mm. right? As I told you, my parents are from, were from, went, uh, came here from Africa. So it, it was not easy at all because they left their parents, their culture, their language, and they came here in Italy to do something for us, me and my brothers, you know? So they came here and they worked a lot. They worked a lot. And they gave us the opportunity to, to achieve our goals, to, to go through our dreams. So first of all, I want to say that if today I can say I'm a football player, it's because of them. So I want to thank them because it's only because of them. Mm. Otherwise, maybe I don't know where we would, we would <laughs> be. So <laughs> well, I, de yeah. I definitely have some questions for that, but I totally appreciate your story so much my wife actually came over to the united states from south korea when she was four years old oh and my uh my in-laws came over with a hundred dollars in their pocket they were in their 40s they had no idea what they were going to do and they literally worked their butts off doing everything from janitorial to cleaning houses to cleaning yes. toilets you know to work in every job that they could to then basically going from like one apartment where five of them shared a bed to now owning a home and then uh, years later building a brand new home. So mm -hmm. to live that dream and to see other people doing it, you know, it's amazing, man. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just going to flat out ask this as I'm kind of a fanboy in here with you being here, Manuel. Like, what is it like to be in the moment right now of being in the middle of your career, being a soccer player, professional soccer player? Okay, uh, let me say, um, I have something to tell you here uh, because I started playing football when I was young, like four or five years ago, uh, five years uh, old. Yeah. And uh, it was something special for me. And it was hard because here in Italy, uh, the soccer is uh, a high level, you get me? So it's not so easy. Many teams, many players, and it's very hard to reach the top. So I can tell you that it was difficult. But at the, at the end, as I told you before, I couldn't make it. And two years ago, I was about going to Germany to go and I, I had a contract there. But after for some things, I couldn't make it. So I decided to stay here in Italy another year and see what can go for me in my career here in Italy. Mm. And last year, I started the league. We started with, with like extraordinary performance. I was playing, I was scoring, and I'm a midfielder. So mm -hmm. I was scoring is not so easy that the midfielder would score goals. <laughs> <laughs> so I was scoring, I was playing, and the team was going very well. We were uh, the first position in the league. And there, like... For me, was everything was fantastic, you know, the best moment of my career. Mm. And the goal was to win our league and go forward. And but on October, I can say the Lord 
decide to, let me say, he gave me the chance to change my life. Mm. Why I'm saying that? Because at the best moment of my career, I broke my leg. Mm. Yeah. I broke completely my leg. I broke my fibula and I was, uh, I was operated. And at that time, I can tell you, I can tell you brothers that it wasn't easy. It was like the world was falling down for me, like a tragedy because mm. I am 30 years old now. I'm not so young. So the thing is that if you have injured like at the age of 20 or 25 is something, but at the age of 30, it's different. Mm. So it was like something very bad for me was traumatic, very traumatic. But I remember that I was laying on my bed the, the, the same day that I broke my leg. I was laying on my bed. I was crying and crying and crying because the pain was so, so it was hurting, but mm. it was a physical pain and also a spiritual pain. And at that, at that moment, I, I said, I told myself, okay, now what has done is done. Mm. So what are you going to do? Are you going to cry, cry on yourself? And maybe by three, four, five years time, you're going to say, oh, maybe that time if I stood up or something like that. Or are you going to fight? Are you going to get up? The only thing, two things that you can do are this one. Or you cry, or you stand up and fight mm-hmm. for your life. Because at that moment, before I started also my project, that was the only thing that I was doing. So playing football. And imagine after this year, my contract will go to an end. So mm-hmm. could you imagine? This is the word that is giving me food on my table. So why are you crying? I told myself, why are you crying? You have to go forward. Mm. We're talking about life. We're not joking. And if you cry, what would, what would you say? Maybe tomorrow, tomorrow next, what would you say? So that time, I took that, that time like an opportunity to change my life, change myself and change my life. For me, after, after that night, I saw that that was not a tragedy, but God was giving me a way to change my life. And that happened. Mm. I love it. <laughs> so I, I find it interesting because I know you had talked about growing up and hearing a story and you want to have a story that you can share that can impact somebody else's life. Yeah. And so hearing this parts of the journey that you're on right now, being a 30 year old soccer player, having your leg broken and you looked at it as an opportunity So when I listen and I hear that story, because I know part of what you're doing is motivational speaking. And so with this potential situation where somebody could have really gone on a downward spiral, maybe became depressed and really had a tough time. When you look at that situation with having the broken leg and now what you're working on, where does this go in regards to the legacy that you want to create, the legacy that you want to leave 
because I tell people ultimately when you look at it, a legacy is a garden that you're planning that you'll never see in your lifetime because of the actions that you're taking. So for you, when you look at yourself, Emmanuel, with every that, uh, thing that you're taking place right now, what does that legacy look like for you? What is that for you? Okay. What I want to leave to the people is the love of fighting. Why? Because when adversity comes to your life, okay, we see it like, oh, this adversity comes only onto me. Why always me? Why? No, this is part of life. This is part of life. And we have to accept adversity. We have to accept problems. We have to accept obstacles. We have to accept it. And there is the, the main topic. When you love to fight the adversity, then you grow. Mm-hmm. Get it? When mm-hmm. you love, you, you have to love fighting adversity. <laughs> I love that. I know that maybe you, 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 can, you, can, you can say that maybe, Manuel, you're crazy. Why we have to love <laughs> adversity? Why you have to love problems? But it's true. There is where you are, you are doing the step to your success. When you fight adversity, when you go through problems, when you go through obstacles, when you go through, you, you have to, 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 to hunt the, the, the problem. Sometimes you have to hunt the problem. Mm. Because imagine, okay, imagine, like I told you before, I was playing, everything was going, going to, was doing well, and some other stuff. Maybe I would play football again for maybe eight years, seven, eight years, but I would never be a motivational speaker. Hmm. Never, never. As I told you before, this thing that I'm doing is out of my comfort zone. Yes. Completely out. But I don't care because this is what I want to do. Mm. Love it. Man, this is I, what I, I want to do. I love the passion coming from you, Emmanuel. And uh, just to be respectful of your time and things like that, I want to move to the next segment here. Yeah. And again, you've kind of ta- started talking about a little bit already, but your legacy. This is really what this podcast is. It's elevating, talking about kind of those steps, also maybe giving you that time to acknowledge where you've been, where you're going, right? So share with us, what steps are you taking? Where do you foresee your legacy going? Okay. Uh, First of all, I started with, let me say, reading about stories that give my soul something, you get it? Like the story that give something to my spirit. Mm. So I started like reading books that way. And I started attending like uh, seminaries. Okay. And in those seminaries, I learned that when you want to achieve something, the first thing that you have to do is getting attitude. First (laughs) of all, first of all, your attitude will determine if you are going to achieve your goals or not. Mm. Easy. And this is what I want to teach and leave to the people. I like secondly, that. secondly, the thing that I see that many people mess up is that many people don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They don't know their why. Mm. So every time I teach about you have to, f- to find your why. Finding a why. 
Because if you don't know the reason why you're doing something, brother, you're not going nowhere. nowhere. Mm. If today I'm doing this thing, I'm doing I'm doing it for my mama because at the age of 56 years, 57 years, sorry, she's waking up every morning at five o'clock a.m. going out there, do the cleaning in the subway with run with with sun, with running, with snow, with hot uh, and cold. And I want her to stop because she's my queen and she had to stop that. <laughs> and that's my why. Mm. So if you know, if you have a why, you know where you're going. You know where you're going. And this is what I want to leave. You have to, you, you have to, leave, to, to leave here the life in the, on the herd with having a reason for what you're doing. You have to get your why, your reason for what you are doing. Les Brown, every time he says, he says something that I love so much. He says, living on the earth, okay, living on the earth, you have to pay the price for living on the earth. And mm. you know how you are going to pay the price? Giving. Mm. If you give, that's the price that we have to pay, giving to the people. We have to give, give and give. And that's the price. And this is what I want to leave to the people because it's so much important for me. So much important. Because sometimes we, we are caring about things that, uh, don't have importance. Don't, don't, we, 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 don't, we don't care about. But these are the things that are very important. Having a why, fighting for a reason, go through anything. And as I say always, we are human beings and we were created by the image and the likeness of God. Bro, if we are created by the image and the likeness of God, God can do everything. So we also can do everything we want. We can do everything we want. Man, uh, you're awesome, man. And honestly, like, you want to come sit in my chair because you're literally doing my job for me. <laughs> I know you said that you were out of your comfort zone, but you're dropping yes. so many mics right now. And uh, honestly, man, this it feels so natural that you should be doing this yourself. Yep. Well, and I think I know for this, it's an audio podcast, but if people really could see just the energy that you're exuding within your body language and just how you're tapping into this, it's huge um, because you've talked about going and hunting the struggles, going and facing the struggles and overcoming those struggles. I, I tell people a lot of times they have this trouble spot that if a struggle comes up, they'll go push on it just a little bit. And then if it doesn't move, they're like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to try to figure out a, a way to get around. And I'm like, you can't do that because ultimately that's where that growth comes into play. That's where that progression is going to come into play. Yeah. And I think just how powerful your story is uh, with your vision and with what you want to do, because you talked about your mom and that's a powerful thing that your mom's part of that. Why? And you don't want to see her having to go and take on the hard labor. You want to make sure you can take care of her and your passion and that message and the lives that you'll impact, that will take place. And I think that's going to be a huge thing. And I'm excited to hear that come to fruition, coming from you and be like, man, this just happened. And when we get that message, I'll be like, yep, we, we saw it, we heard it, and we, we saw it with the body language. And I'm just grateful, ultimately, just because it does give a different perspective. 
And yes. that's the thing. Like we could say a thing seven, eight times and somebody hears it seven or eight times and then hearing it from somebody else, it's going to click differently. And so that's the beautiful thing with having the perspective and having how people look at things differently is a huge thing by having the ability to have this podcast and bring others on and allow them to share their perspective. And it's a beautiful thing just because the the life that you've grown up through and the journey that you're on um, is huge because like for myself, I, I experienced broke, I had a broken left leg. And so it, it's a unique thing, but that was also the age of 17 when I did that. Nice. But it's one of those commonalities sometimes that you, you'll hardly meet somebody and then things are just very unique in regards to things, how they line up and come up to the, the forefront. Yeah, and what I love here, because I've taken some notes here, some of the things that you said. First of all, I love the, the, what you said about getting an attitude, right? It, because it reminds me so much of some of those things that other people talk about for like finances, right? You have to get really mad about your debt to be able to take action. So the same yeah. thing, you know, the fact that you're taking that head on for life that says you have to get an attitude about it. I love yeah. that, man. Understanding your why. That's something we talk about all the time. That's super important. That is really kind of the stepping stone. It's that line in the sand that you draw mm -hmm. that you never want to cross, right? And if all the decisions you make, it goes back to that why. And if it makes sense and it ties back to the why, then you can justify moving forward. If it doesn't, then at least, you know, you go back to the drawing board. So I love that. Obviously, you're talking about everybody's one of everybody's favorite person, Les Brown, quoting him. <laughs> so I, I see the trajectory that you're on, man. I'm super excited to be part of your journey and watch this growth um, as you go through that. You know, and what's really cool is that you know we've been podcasting for a while, right? And to have people come on, and it's like we just never know what value we're going to get. We know we're going to get something, but man, every time that people come on here, they just like, it's these, what we call huge ear nuggets for people. And so already we're halfway through, but you've already kind of shown us so much passion, so much, all this stuff, man. And so I'm um, from here, we're huge fans and we're going to, we're going to be able to cheerlead and support you in whatever you ask us to do, man. We can, we'll be there. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very Absolutely. Much. Yeah. So let's go into this other portion here because um, I, I think that everybody already kind of has an idea as the trajectory of the legacy that you want to leave. But let's talk about some of these things in real time. What are some of the things that you think that maybe you haven't shared or maybe just some thoughts and ideas that maybe other people can explore um, or maybe that you've tapped into and that you're kind of working through right now? What are some of those things? And we call this uh, piece basically theory crafting. And the idea is that if somebody listens to this and they're like, man, my man Manuel is talking about these things. I need to tap into that, you know? So whatever it is, what are some of those things that uh, that's going on with you that maybe uh, maybe other people can maybe start exploring or getting into? Okay, okay. I think that every time that we want to do something, especially when I see my friends, okay, like, let me say my teammates, okay, we all on the field playing football. But you know that we are human beings that we are, we are, body flesh and spirit and many people in the world don't think about the spirit hmm. as we are talking here we are talking here okay you said okay you were emotional like i saw the passion that you get all these emotions are not flesh hmm. we're talking about spiritually like we are getting in contact in spiritual realm 
And I, I saw that everything that you have to do, every, everything in every, everywhere, everywhere, okay, you have to go, go, let me say, go all in. And when we say you go all in, you go all in with your spirit. Mm. You go all in with your spirit. Could you imagine maybe tomorrow I will go and play a, a match, football match. Okay, like my body is ready to fight, to run, to do everything. But if my spirit, my soul is not ready, is not prepared to that, I'm going to mess the game. Hmm. You get it? Yeah. So this is a very important that everything that you are going to do in every situation, you have to go in with, with your spirit. It's, it's, there is where the emotion is going and it's coming out. And where you go with your spirit, you can't mess up. It's impossible. It's impossible. Because the spirit is more stronger than the body, that's the, than the flesh. Mm. It's more important than the body. And because everything that we do, even when we are talking and you look at you look in my eyes, you can see if my good if I am a good person or a bad person, if I'm somebody that likes people or don't like people, likes people. All this situation that I'm what I'm looking into your eyes. You are looking into my spirit and I'm looking into your spirit. That's the reason why you see if I am a good person or a bad person. That's the reason why you see if I am hunting and I, I want to achieve my goal, achieve my dream with all of me or not. There is the difference. Because some, some people out there, they say, okay, well, I want to achieve that goal. I want to be a singer. I want to be a, a business owner. But they don't want it in the spirit. They don't want it in the spirit. Because when you want it in the spirit, you commit yourself totally in what you are doing. Mm. It's simple. But when you're not committing, when you're not committing, it's because your spirit is not there. And that, that, that is where I saw that many, uh, many people are finding like some problems. Because as Scott said before, uh, when they go through adversity and uh, problems and the other stuff, they say, okay, I'm done because, no, no, this, this is not for me. I cannot do this one. I cannot do this. It's because they are not committed. And the first thing, you know, the first thing that when I started doing this, uh, like the, 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 the motivational coach or motivational speaker, I commit me, Manuel, to myself, to my spirit. And I said, from today, this is what God has given to you. Commit yourself with yourself. It can be crazy what I'm saying, I'm telling you now. But you have to commit yourself with yourself. I love it. There, you're going everywhere. You're going to achieve your goal 100%. Because your body is with your spirit. You are one and you are going through. Mm. You are going through. Let's go. Manuel, man, just dropping the mics again, bro. I, I love it, dude. Thank you so much. I think that what I love like about this, right, is you're right. Not enough people are talking about that spiritual side, right? And, you know, for Scott and I, I think that's something where we're starting to experience and find a lot more people who are tapping into that from the coaching realm and the coaching perspective, right? Because you find people who are life coaches and business coaches, but we're now starting to see so many spiritual coaches pop up. 
to walk through this as well. And, and so I love the fact that that's the trajectory that you're on and the things that you're talking about. I, uh, I love what you said here, and that probably needs to be a quote somewhere, but it says it's impossible to mess up when you go with your spirit, right? I, I fully believe that you can make that a, a hashtag or a, a, a tagline to go with you as you're moving forward. It's very powerful. Uh, I'm already on it, man. So thank you so much for that. Scott, what, what are your thoughts in regards to that? I think it's one of those powerful pieces really where people don't fully understand that connection piece. And like Emmanuel had brought up the fact that if you're not fully committed with your spiritual peace, with that spirit inside of you, like you're not going to connect and you're not going to resonate. You're not going to go and do what you're meant to do. And so it's one of those very unique things in regards to how Emmanuel brings us up and showcases it and shows it from a different light. And I think it's one of those things like Patrick, you had shared a lot of people are missing out on that mark. And with what Emmanuel is trying to accomplish, it's one of those key pieces, I would think, that he's trying to help people in regards to tapping into that piece of who they are as an individual. Yeah. And Emmanuel, I, I think uh, what's really what's really cool is that even where you're at now, you have not only a great spirit about you, but you also have a great humility and a humbleness that you bring to the table and element as well, which I think what a lot of people in your profession, right? They don't have that about them. So I'm really humbled by your spirit and your uh, humility today. You know, the last piece of the segment here before we get into the pod decks is something that has been really helped me along my journey. And so I don't know if Scott had got a chance to kind of share, but for me, I went from basically depression and suicide to entrepreneur business owner, mm-hmm. right? And to be able to realize that I had all the skill sets within me, I just, they were all untapped and unlocked. And so to be able to kind of learn and to go from all of those things, turn into selling a million dollars in sales on Facebook, you know, becoming a six figure earner here within uh, less than two years, you know, um, and all these things that I didn't think were possible. Mm -hmm. So for me, a a big portion of that has been working in collaboration and also in um, thankfulness. And so every week I journal out all the things that I'm thankful for. Definitely, this is a great week way to start off my week having you on here. But, you know, as you go through maybe your own personal journey, maybe you just did your things earlier today. Maybe you did them last week. Who knows how long that looks like. But for you, uh, obviously, you acknowledge your mom. But is there anybody else that maybe you haven't had a chance to maybe publicly or give a true thanks to that you would hope that maybe they would see this and in, in anybody else that you would want to uh, acknowledge at this time? First of all, I must and I repeat, I must thank God for what he has made me today. Because as I told you before, uh, he, he gave me the chance to change my life. Yes. So first of all, I want to thank God. Secondly, I want to thank my family because in all things, they were with me. As I told you before, it wasn't easy. My father was not here. He went back to Africa to see if... He could make it for us. He was there for like three or four years mm-hmm. without having money, no salary. And here we were, we were with my mommy and the salary was very bad. We were 
five in a room mm-hmm. and it was so hard it was so hard and so i want to thank I thank them because they didn't left us they were always with us and to, if today i'm this person is also because of them so my family support me really and after I want to thank my staff because if it was not for them maybe i could not create my academy mm. because today i had i have a, a motivational academy and it is the first motivational academy in italy i'm the first wow. person yeah creating a motivational academy in italy so i want to thank them because they are working so hard for me uh, as i told you i'm a football player so uh, training matches and other stuff so i cannot always be there with them but they support me they work very hard for me so i want to thank them for what they're doing because this academy i launched the academy on april okay oh, okay and uh, yeah very recently and today i had i had to 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 close the the registration because it it was full many people attend and very 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 i enjoy, I enjoyed the, the the moment because it was out of my, my imagination like the first time the first lunch like i thought that nobody would attend my my course and, and it was very very amazing but it's because of the the work that my staff is doing so i want to thank them congratulations mm-hmm. on that man that's awesome for those who are listening right now where are the best ways to either connect with you or to get information on the academy things like that okay um you can go on my instagram handle emmanuel enzo abrefa and and also in my uh facebook also there the same name emmanuel enzo abrefa and um you can chat directly with me or i will uh send you to one of my 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 men on 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 the staff and they will tell you everything about also I have an email that it is eaeacademy.word.com okay and you can also go there and have every information that you want nothing that 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 is that is <laughs> awesome and we'll make sure that we post them up in the show notes as well so everybody has access to that uh, with simple clicks as well portion is something that we've actually adopted from another podcaster by the name of Travis Brown. It's a really fun segment. Uh, he's actually created something that we call pod decks. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, all of these different decks of random questions, things that are kind of off the cuff. It kind of catches some people off guard a little bit. So our goal is not to necessarily set you up, but just fair warning, they are kind of mm-hmm. uh, sometimes out there. But it's a lot of fun just to kind of get to know you on, on a different level, Emmanuel. And uh, so, Scott, I think that you probably have some already uh, ready to go. And yep. then what we'll do is, uh, Emmanuel, you'll, you'll answer first, and then Scott and I will go after you uh, um, to respond, okay? Okay, 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 okay. So the uh, first one comes from the Hustle Deck, and it is, what is the smartest investment you've ever made? Okay, the smartest investment is on Bitcoin. Uh, I invest on Bitcoin like four years ago. Okay. It was something really, 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 I I was scary. 
I, I must tell you the truth. I was scary, but uh, I saw that the world was going on that way. So I, I made that kind of investment. Love it. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, that would have been a great time for sure. How about you, Scott? Mm -hmm. Smartest investment really just getting into the world of personal development and working on my mindset, working on my internal piece when it comes to my subconscious piece on how I see myself. Really, it's led us to where we're at now. And so that's always the smartest investment is investing back into yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I would have to echo that, but I don't want to try to steal your thunder. So I would say basically personal investment into me, taking that time to put myself onto platforms and try different things and also spending that time to really understand myself in terms of what am I capable of? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses, right? Where do I have areas of opportunity? By understanding a lot of those things that allowed me to really propel myself to stretch, right? To, for personal growth, it also allowed me to be uh, basically be in the areas where I'm like, yeah, you don't want to touch that because you suck at that, right? And to be able to acknowledge that is a strength to be able to basically say, you know what, I should delegate that or I should mm -hmm. find somebody else to cover that. At least in the meantime, I can mm -hmm. learn about that later on, but to really focus on my strengths at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Next one that we have is still from the hustle deck. It is what motivates you? What motivates me? That's a great question. As I told you before, my why, my reason. And that, that is what moves me in the morning. Every time I talk to my friends, because every time my friends see me and say, oh, why are you always, you always like this, you're always happy, you always, uh, you always, you want to grind. And every time and we see you doing many things and every time I told them that, you don't have something that moves you. You don't have you don't have something that moves you because when you wake up in the morning you want you you're going to work and you're going to work with like you don't want to go and then you you're always you are you're telling me that uh the salary is like that and the people are right there and the this and that so you don't want to go to work that's not your work because i think that god has made us to uh, let let me say to take our gift and create with our gift mm. and when you create with your gift then you're moved by. Mm. So I took my mommy as a motivation and that made my gift come out. Get it? So my gift, my gift came, came out and now I'm doing what I want. And that, this is what motivates me. My work motivates me. Speaking with people motivates me. My academy motivates me. Mm. Helping, helping uh, footballers because I have many football players and basketball players that are coming to me doing one-on-one. -on -one. That thing motivates me. Love it. For me, ultimately, it is the, the piece that every day we wake up, it's not about our life. It's about the lives that we can impact and touch. Yeah. And it's how can we go talk to somebody and find out what their dreams are? How can we help them achieve those dreams? Who do we know through our connections and through our network that we've developed that we can get them in contact with that will help extend to get to that dream that they have inside of them, that vision that they have inside of them. So that's what motivates me is just the ability to sit down and talk to people and really have the conversation. Hey, what do you dream about? And who do I know that I could potentially get you in contact with that will help you out with reaching that dream? Nice, nice. You know, I think... Motivation is something that, again, let's go back to what Emmanuel talked about with the spirit piece, right? And I think that for me, being able to show up 
in different capacities, being able to turn around and kind of be led by the spirit to say, you know what, for some reason I need to talk to this person. Right. And so yesterday I had an opportunity to speak meeting with a lady who she's a really great coach in terms of life coaching, but she's really stuck. Mm. And for me to sit there and just listen to her journey, listen to her story and literally just give a few pointers that says, look, you have all the intangibles. You have everything. You're just getting in the way of yourself. Right. And again, you know, it was a, a free consultation just because I wanted to help. But to be able to turn around and just say, look, I'm making a difference on my terms. I now am in abundance where I can help other people. I now know what I bring to the table. And so that motivation of just like, who else can I help? Who else can I give to, right? To me, that's the most motivating thing in the world. That's the thing that like I want to do full time. And man, you know, and it's not just about giving them certain things of tangibility, but it's also giving them the tools to be able to allow them to see that growth through themselves as well. And so uh, I know we pretty much all say had the same exact answer in a different way, (laughs) but man, like there's this saying that when I was in the poetry scene that you used to always say that like good people stick together and good people find each other. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's true. All right. We got one more question. This comes from the philosophy deck. This is very unique that this comes in this deck. So if you had to describe yourself as a flavor, what would it be? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, let me see. Oh, oh. <laughs> as a flavor. Okay. Let me say chocolate. Get it? Yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> Perfect. Like chocolate. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like chocolate. There you go. Very sweet, very sweet, and no, I think that uh, all the ladies love it. <laughs> <laughs> all the ladies love it. That, yeah, that that's true. No, I think that I am I'm a person, a kind of person that. Every time, every time when I meet people, I want to leave some leave something to them. Get it? Like. I want to share something with them because I can teach something, but I also like to receive something. Mm. Get it? And when you teach and you receive, you have that kind of conversation. You can grow. You grow every day, every time. So I think that I am the kind of person that uh, you would like to, 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 to be in contact with. You get it? Be in touch with. Yeah. So like it. Uh, for myself, I, I'm one that speaks out and tells people that you either love me or hate me. There's no in between. So I don't make that judgment. Um, you get to decide to decide what flavor I am. And, yeah, but it's a surprise for you. So that's up to you on how you view the world and how you see it. So I just show up and be myself. So to some people, you might be a Twizzler and to others, you might be a black licorice. Could be. <laughs> You know, for me, um, and it's really interesting because I've been on kind of this kick lately of having strawberry flavors in like my teas or drinks or whatever. And so I kind of think back on it and I'm like, I'm a product of hard work, right? Strawberries have roots and they come from the ground, right? But they're so versatile, right? Mm -hmm. Some people just like them as they are. 
some yeah. people kind of like me as I am sometimes, right? Uh, some people they they got to throw a little sugar on me before they can they can eat me, and some people just want to cut me up and throw me and have bits and pieces of me into other things, and I'm okay with all of it. So yeah, I think yeah. a strawberry uh, flavor is kind of uh, how I would describe myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Nah, I appreciate that, Emmanuel. I uh, appreciate jumping in. Like we said, these questions sometimes you just never know, yes. um, but it does give a different perspective that people yeah, may yeah. never even consider. So <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Man, um, this has been such a great time uh, spent with you. Uh, I feel like that we we could definitely spend more time with you. And uh, if yeah, you'd love to, surely. you know, please reach out anytime. Um, well, I'm definitely gonna uh, interested to kind of learn more about your academy. So I'll, I'll reach out to okay. you, kind of get some of the links and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Also, that allows us to be better promoters for you to understand what you're doing so yeah i mean any closing thoughts uh from you either in regards to your time here spent today or anything else uh i i must tell you that it was something special as i told you before i was out from from my comfort zone but you make me feel like at home so thank you very much i really appreciate and uh, i hope we can see ourselves maybe (laughs) in the the next year in this mm. year or next year by one year time because i spend a very good time with you and i thank you very much i appreciate and i hope to to see you and hear from you very 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 soon yeah absolutely and then uh, we'll also make sure that we go and do that live um to basically help uh, promote this episode as well so we'll be in touch for sure but thank you again okay. thank you very much thank you very much guys thank you very much. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs>